You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Friday, uh, February 8th, which is also my brother John's birthday, so happy birthday to him. So uh, that's how we start the program today on a Friday as we uh, go deeper into this month of uh, February, which means, you know, there's just nothing going on this weekend in sports, which we, you understand. I mean, that's what February's about. You're waiting for pitches and catches. You know, you, every every story is a smashing headline because, you know what, everyone's looking for something to talk about. And that's basically where it is as, you know, the little things that usually aren't stories become stories in February. That's the way it is as everyone gets ready to have, you know, uh, baseball back, which they will in a couple of days, or at least you'll see some guys throwing a ball around in Florida and in Arizona. And then, uh, you know, the other things that you're filling around that I watched a little of the, uh, I watched the fourth quarter of the uh, Celtic game was actually a good game. And the Lakers who looked like they had blown it, uh, came back and turned a couple of unlikely plays into threes. And then, uh, you know, off what was a terrible play after, after Kyrie had scored the, uh, the Lakers, really botched the play and, and actually a couple times tried to go away from LeBron late in the game and the ball came back to LeBron and he wound up, uh, LeBron lost the ball and then it came back to him for the, the game tying three. And then uh, after having scored, they really had a broken play and then the ball got to Rondo and he picked it up and put it in the basket and uh, they wound up beating the Celtics last night. So a win for them and LeBron made the point that basically the Eastern teams are you know gearing up because now he's not there, which makes plenty of sense. You know, the door's open for somebody to get to the finals, you know? You know? So that's where we are uh, as far as that. And uh, the Steinbrenner stuff about defending his payroll. And listen, to me, the Yankees don't have to defend the payroll. The bottom line is whether they went out and got a Machado or got a Harper who didn't, neither one was a perfect fit. If they needed one of them, they would have got him. Uh, Stanton clogged up either one of them being added to the team. There's no question there would have been room for either one of them uh, had Stanton not been added the year before. He was. And remember, they have a ton of young stars led by Judge who are going to be making big money very soon. And, you know, the Yankees had calculated that he, that no question Judge and they expected Sanchez and Glaber Torres and Severino and on and on to all be big money players, which they all will be, 
throw in maybe an Anderhoff. We'll see how he hits this year. You know, they had thought that Bird might be in that group coming forward. You know, add in a couple of more pitchers as the years go. Boy, they just added a pitcher, obviously, and they may add another one. So the bottom line is there's plenty, and they have Stanton to pay on top of all that. There's, and then there's the bad contracts, like the Ellsbury contract. So the Yankees still have plenty of money on the books. And they could add any one of these guys if they wanted to. If they needed to, they could add them in a heartbeat. They don't need them. They don't fit. Harper doesn't have a position. If Harper's got to come in and find a position, why would you pay him? And Machado, they don't need him. They don't need another right-handed bat. They just don't. They have enough people to fill in at shortstop, and they'll go fill it, and hopefully, you know, Tulowitzki gives them enough enough time. I don't know if he'll be able to do it every day. Well, I doubt it, but he'll do it enough uh, to make it plausible. They have plenty of depth to get the job done there, and that's who they are. And again, it's this is only an issue because those two guys haven't signed. So you're, everyone doubles back, or the agents double back to the Yankees and want to get the Yankees involved. That's always the idea from the beginning. Get the Yankees involved, and Right now, they haven't been able to do that. Now, whether or not these two would actually, you know, take a radical look on how they're paid in terms of terms, I don't think they will. I don't think that the Players Association will want them to. I don't think the agents want them to. And on the other side, I don't see the owners going out putting some enormous amount of money on the table for one year uh, for either one of the guys because that's not what the players, uh, some of the owners are looking for. Clearly, the owners have the Player Association on the run for the first time in many, many years. They have them on the run. They had them on the run last year. They got them on the run this year. That's a fact. Everyone knows it, and they're utilizing it. They're moving them, and they're going to wait and see when the players are going to back up and get their backs up and try to fight back. They haven't yet, and until they do, the owners are going to keep them on the run. They got them on the run right now, and they like it for the first time in a very long time, and... They're not getting threatened with lawsuits every time they turn around, which is what hurt them all the time. So could we see some changes there, or could we see some, you know, animosity when it comes to the uh, collective bargaining? Maybe, but it's still a couple of years off. It's still a ways off. Adam Gates has completed his staff, if you care about such things. Sean Jefferson, Jim Bob Cuda, John Dunn, Frank Pollock. Derek Frazier, Frank Bush, Andre Carter, and Joe Vitt, Blake Williams, and I bet you didn't know two of these, Eric Sanders, and I bet you didn't know two of these names. So, you know what? We'll see how things work out. The bottom line is uh, some new faces. Now, of course, you got Greg Williams on the defensive side of the ball. That's the one you care about. And you have Gaze running the offense. You got Williams running the defense. And we're almost to the point where you're going to start to deal with free agency. We've got a couple of weeks left. Well, really a month before, the, before they open the doors on the, on the uh, free agency. Because the, the NFL season opens about a month, right, right about a month from now, as a matter of fact. So a Friday, you can figure out what you're going to do this weekend. No football for the first time in a very long time you got to get adjusted to that. As we head into the uh, second week of uh, February, we'll get it all rolling on this Friday right after this.